Welcome to the podcast. Notice I didn't say the Well That's Good podcast because this is a new type of show that we're going to have on the podcast called the Sisters and Friends Show. So this is going to be really exciting where I'm just going to have on girls who are my real life sisters and friends and we're going to talk about conversations and start conversations about things that we are all going through as sisters, as girls in this big world. And you know, I was just thinking about how so many times in the podcast on Well That's Good or just in life, I reference and I give the advice, you know, if you're struggling, like go to a sister, go to a friend, go to your community, go to your mom, go to whoever. And I realized that not everybody has that yet. Maybe um, not everybody has a sister. They don't have that friend who loves the Lord, who they can go to about stuff. They don't have, you know, maybe a good mentor in their life. And so hopefully we can be a sense of that from afar. Hopefully you can dive into some of our conversations, listen in and get advice. We're also just going to be goofy because that's who we are. We're going to have some conversations that might not have any meaning to anything, but hey, isn't that the kind of conversations you have with your friends anyways? Um, I'm so excited. The first two guests I have on are Courtney and Stephanie, which I never call them that. They are Court and Steph, and they are two of my closest sisters and friends. We've been friends and uh, for about five years. Yeah. And they uh, not only are my sisters and friends, we work together. We started LO basically together five years ago and have built everything that we're doing now. And it's just so fun to do life with y'all. So thanks for being my first guest. Thanks for having us. For real. Honored. I feel so honored. This is also kind of funny, too, because basically um, the whole um, prep for this podcast is hashtag wing it. So they're like, so what are we going to talk about? I'm like, I have no idea. We're going to wing it. Yes. Well, also, it's been quite a week for you, so there hasn't been a lot of time to just sit down and be like, oh, what are we actually going to talk about? Whatever. It's been pretty go, go, go this week. That's true. This is literally my 27th podcast this week. And y'all know this, for perspective, did I not tell you last year when we were scheduling things, I was like, hey, can you like never book me for like two podcasts a day because right. more than two because two feels a little bit overwhelming. And this week I've done 27. It's like, what, five or six oh, average man. a day? Yeah, six on average My bad. Day. Yeah, stuff. My Come bad. Where that scheduling? What, how did that happen? Just, you had a lot to say this week, though. The book came out. The book came out. Woo! I don't know. That was exciting. No, that, that, was a good time. that actually was a lot, though. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I don't know how you do that. Well, now you're doing it. Now you're on the podcast. Well, I don't have 29 more to go. How does it feel to be in the hot seat? <laughs> a little nervous. Yeah. Or, ooh, ooh. Are you nervous? Steph Man. doesn't get nervous. I don't, Let's I don't be honest. Nervous. Steph. I would be nervous if this was like we were on a stage in front of a bunch of people, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But not right now because it's just you guys. Yeah. And you yeah. guys are easy. You Steph, know, you okay, what scenario in life would actually make you nervous? Um, I'm actually very interested in this. Gosh, if I was in charge, like, if I was in charge of something that involved, like, a wild animal or a snake or something, well, I would be very that's nervous. That's valid. Or if I had to get up and, like, give a full, like, message, like, what you do, that would make me really nervous. Yeah. I can get up in front of people and, like, give direction or be like, this is what we're yeah. doing, this is the plan, yeah. this is the thing, like, because I feel confident in knowing those details. Yeah. But I... What you do actually would make me nervous. That public speaking is literally the number one fear that people have. So yeah. that's valid. Yeah. And I'm scared of sharks. So you're scared of snakes. I'm scared of sharks. That's real too. You have very valid fears. Okay? Thank you. But Court, you. you get more nervous about things. I get nervous about everyday things. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I remember you said that book. It's like how to not be like socially awkward or something. Yeah. And I was like, Court, that's so cute. Why? Did you're you not really awkward. Read that book? 
Yeah, I totally had that book, like, years ago when we first lived together and worked together. But you're yeah, not awkward. Like, uh, thank you. Thank you for saying that. I would that. have never That's thought that about right you. There. No, I feel like everyday small things can make me really nervous. Like, when I first met Sadie, like, if I would, like, fumble or, like, say something or, like, even around my friends, like, get embarrassed myself, I would, like, get so nervous. Yeah. But, like, y'all have really taught me, like, it's okay to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like, y'all, y'all really helped that out. True friends. Look, that's real, though. And I actually used to be like that. Like, I had so much self-doubt. Like, I'd go through my day, and then I'd just keep being like, oh, that was so stupid. Why did I say that? Or, like, that did not come out right. Or, mm-hmm. what did you... And, like, it really affected even the people around me because I needed so much affirmation. Like, I was yeah. kind of like that when we first became friends and stuff. But even, like, with Christian, sometimes I'll still do it. I'll be like, hey, whenever I said this early on the phone with that person, did that sound weird? And he's like, no. Like, just chill, yeah. you know? And I remember, like, so many people speaking over me, like no more self-doubt just like stop doubting yourself but I actually heard um on the podcast a few weeks ago Ben Stewart he said that um instead of like shaming yourself be curious about yourself and I've been doing that this week we're like I'll say something I'll be like why did I do that instead of doing that I'll be like why did I why did I say that Mm -hmm. like or why am I like questioning that and then normally you can give yourself a rational answer like oh, I don't know, maybe I was tired or maybe I was, like, nervous for no reason or whatever, you know? I thought that was good. It is interesting to, like, take a minute and pause because then it's, like, once you do have that realization, like, was I tired or was I whatever, it does allow you to move on so much faster. Yeah, true. But we're so – yeah, that that was such good advice that Ben gave because I think I'm often too afraid to actually just sit in my thoughts and ask myself that question, like, Mm -hmm. why did I do that? Because then you think you're going to be, like, more embarrassed. Right, right. Where then you're like, actually, no, I can just deal with it and move on. Totally. Yeah. That's good. Okay, so most of what we do is literally to reach college students. Like, obviously, we want to reach all sisters and friends out there and, like, whoever's listening, whatever age, like, we want to be your sister and friend. But a lot of what we do, we put this emphasis on the college student, Mm -hmm. and a lot of that kind of came from you, Court. I remember when you um, first moved to Nashville, we Mm -hmm. were roommates, and we were talking about Live Original and what we want to do and accomplish, and you were like, I have this heart for the college student. And so kind of tell us why. Mm -hmm. Like, why did you have this, like, burning heart for college students? Do you even know why? Yeah, that's such a good question. I feel like it really stemmed from, like, what we're all about is – in college, in that season of life, I feel like I didn't have really great sisters and friends. Mm-hmm. I was, I knew a ton of people, like was always surrounded by people, but yeah. was not actually fully known. Mm. And so I think that really caused like a lack of confidence, like yep. a lack of like true identity in who I was, yeah. um, and really searching that for that in so many other places. And so I think when I think about college students, I'm like, gosh, I wish in college I really had sisters and friends who knew me and accepted me mm-hmm. for who I am. Right. And I don't have to change that, right. you know, because this yeah. is how God's made me. And this is what I believe in, yeah. too. And I think that's a really hard time to find that in college. Right. Because you're just really yeah. just looking for acceptance yes. so many places. Oh, my you know? gosh. But 100%. you know what's so weird is it's, like, it's so hard to find that, but it, like, there's so many things set up for you, so like sororities and like sisterhood and all this stuff. Right. And like you were even in a sorority mm-hmm. and you liked your sorority and all those things. But like I love how you said you were you were around all these people and you might have had this like sorority sisterhood, but you didn't feel known by them. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was because um, of you, you know, not allowing yourself to be known. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was because of the 
just the pressure of being a college student and being cool and being likable and staying relevant and doing all the things and maintaining an image. And that is a hard place to break through all of that mold and just like be who you are. Yes. I think it's so many of those reasons, but I'm curious to hear from both of you, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think there are so many opportunities for college girls to get set up to have friends, but like they still don't? I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but like, because I'm always, I I think everybody has their own reasons to why that is, but I'm always shook by how many messages come in like the DMs for LO of like, Mm -hmm. how do you have friends or how do you make friends? You guys talk about being sisters and friends. Like, I don't have any. I feel so lonely. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Like, there are so many great avenues. But what do you think it really is that makes you move from I'm with people, but now I'm fully known by people? Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just not on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500-500. That's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Y'all, I love summertime. It is my favorite season and I'm so excited to jump back in. We are approaching the best time of the year. But no matter what your summer looks like, KiwiCo invites kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first summer adventure series. Kids can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks, no matter what their age is, with enriching activities that accompany each project. 
KiwiCo has something for everyone with different topics for each age from space to dinosaurs and so much more. I am so excited about the summer series. We actually are getting this little driver that I know Haven is going to love because it's a little steering wheel and she loves anything active and also a little like neighborhood fun one where they have a water paint thing, which is so good because it's not going to make a mess and Honey is so into painting right now. And painting with a three-year-old, yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high quality all the materials are. Everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or weekly for six weeks, depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great, or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash Sadie Rob Summer. That's 20% off your summer adventure at kiwico, K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Sadie Rob Summer. It's just you being real. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's you busting past that barrier of, like, what will they think of me? What will they know me as? Will they not like me? Will yeah. I not be cool? And just being like, hey, I'm Sadie. <laughs> and, like, I'm, yeah. I'm a human and I'm struggling with this or I love this. Maybe it's, like, everyone else is, like, I love to go out and I love to party. Yeah. And you're, like, I like to just, like, hang out with my friends and watch Gilmore Girls. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, break the mold. Like, yeah. be, like. Actually, we don't have to do this because I don't like this. This is not even who I am. Um, this is who I am. And normally when you do break the mold and you you know, stand for your originality or what you believe or just what you like to do, it's amazing how many other people are behind you and are like, me too. Like I like to do those same things or right. I have been wanting a friend like this or like I actually have been wanting to start a Bible study too and I've been too scared like who would do it with me or mm-hmm. I've been wanting to have like Gilmore Girls nights every Tuesday because I just love it. You know, like right. whatever it is that might seem cheesy or it might yeah. not seem cool. Like if you think it's cool, odds are a lot of other people probably do too, you mm-hmm. know, and you just have to lead that and own that. And I think like building community, it starts with you, you know, like yeah. I was thinking about this, like, I've been kind of talking about this a lot, about how building is a hard process, and mm-hmm. we've been wanting to start our house for so long, we're about to start building, and building is hard, and it takes intentionality, and it has taken us a year to even start building, you know, and I think in the same sense, it's like that with community, it's like, oh, we want friends, we want friends, we yeah. want friends, we want to build a house, we want to build a house, we want to build a house, and eventually you just have to start building, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you have to find the people who can do the job, and so it's the same way, like, once you say, okay, I'm gonna build the house, I'm gonna build this community, this is what I want this to look like, so I'm gonna bring the vision, I'm gonna show up to the, to the spot, I'm gonna, you know, um, keep showing up day after day, and, all of a sudden you look up and you're like, wow, I built a house. Yes. Like, wow, I built a community. Mm-hmm. And it takes you being intentional. It takes you showing up. It takes you casting a vision and just going for it, you know? Yeah, that's good. I was going to say, too, I think a lot of that is, especially in those college years or when you're like a young adult, early 20s, it's so easy to just follow. Mm. And I think truly you have to be 
comfortable just leading. Like you just said, like, yeah, lead hosting someone. Yeah. Instead yeah. of waiting for someone to come to you yes, so totally. you can follow them, just be the leader. And right. that does take a little bit of discomfort. Or it you does. might get some rejection. And you know what? You probably will. You will. Yeah. That's fine. You're going to be fine. So I think just, like, shifting our mindset you know, as we're pursuing friendships and as we're pursuing right. community, like no matter what season we're in, like you have to just be the one to do it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Good. and it I takes like time it. too, because it, it is, it's showing up every single time being intentional, mm-hmm. but showing up, it, it takes time to build those things. It's mm-hmm. like a culmination of having shared experiences or going on a, a trip or, you know, like when you go on a trip and you have, you come back and you're like, I didn't realize how close we were. Like even our team retreat, it's like those shared experiences help build those friendships, or at least they have for me. Totally. But you have to keep showing up to those things. You have to say yes. You have to take the invite yeah. or invite the people on the trip or do that. So I love how Two Mama yeah. says uh, forced fun is actually fun. Yes. And, like, how, you know, you don't think it's going to be fun when you force it, but actually forced fun is fun. Like, if you say, like, hey, like, we're going to play this game, it might be like, oh, this could be, this could kind of crash and burn. But normally it's really fun. Or, like, when we say, like, we're going to go on this trip and – you know, even our team retreat, nobody really, like, we had not all hung out at the same time together. There were new mm-hmm. girls coming in and, like, had potential to be awkward, but it was so yes. fun. And then, like, we've done so many trips, and yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, well, we're really busy, and you're like, should I take the time? But it's like, it's always worth it, you mm-hmm. know? It's always worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about your life because I think that this – because, you, you know, people see – I immediately start laughing when you said I'm thinking about I think about your life. life. Which yeah. part? Which part? part? I think about your life. And oh, I want no. you to share your life with everyone. <laughs> no, I, I think that this is relatable, though, from yeah. a sister and a friend who people could look at you right now, and they don't know your whole resume, but they assume you're killing it because you're sitting here on this podcast, and I just said you pretty much started LO. You have – managed tours mm. you have started this podcast you have led this podcast you have done uh, i'm talking about well that's good i'm talking about the one that that, that is successful <laughs> and doing really well you've started all these things and um you live in nashville you're successful okay when you were in college i know your story it didn't oh. look like the road of success was coming your way <laughs> so, i'm just saying i'm just being honest no but we're that's real. real it really did not look like the my college experience was a joke, honestly. Okay, y'all know this, but my <laughs> my freshman year, I was going to Michigan State University. My freshman year, I skipped so much school, I almost like Which didn't so make it into the next semester. Because I was just there to have a good time. Yeah. Genuinely, I remember <laughs> the first week of class, I was in my dorm room, and I'm like looking at my schedule. And I was like, oh, like I have to go to class. Like, classes, like, <laughs> cla- like school. Oh, people go to class at college. Like, I was totally there just dang. Genuinely had that thought. I know. It, and I can say that because it's funny now. But, like, my brother went there. So many of my friends from high school went there. And I was just like, this is the next, this is what you, the next thing. And I had yeah. zero thought about, like, actually where my life was going to go or what yeah. God had for me. It was just kind of like, well, this is the next thing I need to do. And... My friends had a chart, and they would put stickers next to it if I went to class, like uh, like as if I was a toddler. That's a good sister. That's friend. a good sister and a Those friend. Those like, we got to keep you on track. And we got to get so anyway, it was it was not a great. I was not thriving my first two years of school. Took a year off, did a, like a ministry internship, which was really good for me, just to kind of pause. Which some people say don't stop during school because you don't go back. But for me, that was what I needed. And I did go back. And during that year, I was like, okay, I need to get serious because Mm -hmm. I really felt the call to 
I wanted to go to Belmont. I wanted to study music business. I had this shift in my heart of like, no, this is what I want to do. And it literally lit a fire under me of mm-hmm. like, okay, if this is what I want to do, this is what I I'm, feel passionate about and I need to move in that direction. I, I don't know how I'm going to get into Belmont. Mm-hmm. My grades are a joke. But somehow God, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> no, I've also said this too. I wrote a letter with my application to Belmont and said, like, dear admissions committee, I know this doesn't look good, but, like, I am begging you to please let me in. Wow. And I got in. And Convincing letter, Steph. Yeah. I wish I could find that letter. It would be really you fun to look back at. Awesome. Yeah. And, but I, I took, Bel- I was going to Belmont when I finally got there. I took it so serious. Like, I did not skip class. And there was something, I think, just that switched to me of, like, when you feel motivated about where you're going, mm-hmm. at least for me, I was like, nothing, I don't want anything to stop me, including That's myself. Good. Yeah. But yeah, it was not the. It didn't look like something that was going to pan out right. But I love how there was a moment where you fought for yourself. Like I think that's so important because I think a lot of people are like, "Oh man, I'm just like I'm losing it. This Mm -hmm. is not good. Like I I did just come here for the fun. It shows. Or and it doesn't just have to be in college. It can be any point in life. Right. Man, like I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm not doing the job I want to do. I'm not owning school like I want to own it. I'm not making good grades. I'm not Mm -hmm. never going to have the job. And it's like. Yeah, you're never going to if you don't try. Like, you're mm-hmm. never going to if you don't work hard for it. And I love how you were like, I got to take ownership of my own life. Like, right. no one's going to fight for me but me in this moment. Right. And, like, there's something to, like, you know, trusting God that God's going to do what he can only do, but also working hard with, like, what yes. you've been given, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think yeah. some of us are just, like, waiting on God to move, and God's like, I'm waiting on you to move. 100%. I'm moving. I'm here. Like, right. you do something. Like, yes. that writing the letter, I think, is super inspiring. Thank you. I'll add to this too because looking back one of the things that I'm really thankful for was it I guess in that season or one of the things I learned was that showing up when I went to Belmont didn't necessarily mean that I was going to become successful Mm -hmm. or that I was going to be promised a great job or Mm -hmm. have whatever but in that season I just remember being like I'm in the right spot and giving like everything like using every ounce of my god-given potential in this moment yeah and no matter what happens at least mm-hmm. i can rest knowing that like okay i'm, I'm at least like being obedient i'm not like yeah. trying to like say yeah. i was perfect at that but i i just yeah, remember there was like such rest yeah. in that to be like okay at least i'm in the right spot and there was so much peace in that mm-hmm. versus like the chaos of before where i was just kind of like squandering my life to totally. be honest so that's yeah. so cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so cool too because I know you majored in like uh, music business. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you know, that's not necessarily what you're doing. But then about two years ago when we were like, okay, I was like, I want to start LO Worship. And uh, who's going to do it? And somebody had a major in music business. And you had yeah. to like recap, you know, and obviously it's been a long like two year journey of trying right. to get a little worship off the ground. And this yeah. year, finally, we're going to do it. Um, which, more to come. Yeah, more to come. But I just yeah. think it's cool that, you know, God was really being intentional in every aspect of your life, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Thanks. You fought for it. It's Thank cool. you. Well, y'all, you believed in me too when you brought me on the team. So, and you believed in me when I had, uh, <laughs> Just about nothing but a dream. <laughs> like, well, uh, here, dream. here's yeah. the plan. <laughs> I haven't started the plan yeah. yet, but here's the mission. 
was wild. It it's been the most wild and fun journey. It has mm-hmm. been. It has been crazy. And Court, I mean, your story is so crazy in so many different ways. But I want to talk about you meeting Taylor. Because, Aww. I mean, so many girls want to hear relationship stories. And it was so sweet. And I think it was just such a random thing. And I think so many people think, like, like they stress about finding the person. And I always say, like, I hate how we even say, like, finding the person. Because, like, mm-hmm. finding makes it seem like we have to, like, go looking. And mm-hmm. I don't even know that you would find the person if you were set out to hunt for them because I don't know that you'd pick the person you know like God God has to bring that person to you you know or God will reveal that that person is the one for you it's not like you have to go on this search because Mm -hmm. I don't know that if I was searching the whole world like let me just say first I think Christian is the hottest person ever and the most (laughs) amazing but just even him being um where he was in life he was at a fraternity in Auburn fully college student fully doing that Mm -hmm. and I was in Nashville fully doing my thing I wouldn't have thought that was going to be it, you know, but it was, and it was perfect. And so just say that, just say, like, we put all this pressure on us when actually, like, God has a good plan. And your story seems so random, like, how it happened with the group text, but just tell the story because it's so cool. Oh, my gosh. It was random, but it's not. Like, when you look through the lens of, like, oh, wow, like, God was so at work. But when you're in that moment at the time, it does feel random. You're like, what is happening? Yep. But yeah, I just feel like it's just so fun to think back because I really would not have met my now husband had I not said yes to Sadie's dream and moved to Nashville and say, okay, let's just do this. And I'm just going to say, she didn't just like move to Nashville, like the classic, oh, I moved to Nashville because I'm from a small town. (laughs) She's from a very awesome place in California, like by the ocean, like living a very good life, like Malibu, I'm talking. And she moved to Franklin, Tennessee. I did. Really before Franklin was what it is now, you know? And for something for LO that was not anywhere where it is now, it was crazy. It was a leap of faith. <laughs> and left a big, like, real person job. Oh, yeah, like a legit job. Yeah, real person yeah, job. So this we're is just, way more fun, though. So yeah, it was, yeah. It was worth it. We're just making sure that people know. No, yeah, oh, they yeah. gotta know. Oh, yeah, but I just, I feel like even before I moved, like, backing up to that season, I was living in LA at the time and I was so, like, on the search to find to find my person and it just wasn't working like mm-hmm. I just dating was just so hard and I remember hitting this point where I was just over it I'm like mm-hmm. you know what I don't need that and right at that point was also when Sadie had the invitation of like hey like I'm starting this thing like you should come and I'm like you know what I'm not attached this is the time in my life I can go do it and so I was just all in so meanwhile as I was preparing to make the move I was at church with a friend one night um, one of those friends you're like, I don't know super well, but it's a friend that I have. So let's hang out. And I was telling her like, yeah, I think I'm moving to Nashville. You know, I, I really don't know anyone, but I'm just going to go for it. She's like, oh, well, I know this, this kid I went to elementary school with. And I'm like, that's a weird way to start a conversation. <laughs> and she's from Tampa, Florida. And we are currently in Los Angeles, California. And she's like, yeah, if there's anyone like I can connect you. And I'm sitting here like, that is so random, but okay, I'll take it. Like, I'll take any friend I can get, right? Which is just, like, honestly, like, okay. Like, <laughs> let's just stop for a second. Yeah, back if, up. If, like, someone I, like, if someone was like, oh, I'm moving to West Monroe, like, or I'm moving wherever, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I have this friend from elementary school that I have to let you meet yeah. because, like, That's it's a guy. elementary school. Yeah, <laughs> It's not like this person has like such significance in my life. He was cool in fifth grade. He might still be fun. She spoke highly of him as a fifth grader. (laughs) I'm sure he was. Hasn't seen him in forever. Just, you know, let me send him a Facebook message. Hey, I mean, Facebook. Really connecting the dots there. So I said, sure, that's great. Thank you. (laughs) 
She. So um, I did not do any Facebook stalking. I was like, I don't want to go down that Impressive. trail. I was like, I'm not. My friends did. You're but more I mature than yeah, I am. You're very restrained. And, um, and so this girl, she connected us and via text then. So it went off Facebook to text of just like, hey, I want to introduce you to this girl. She's moving. You could be a new friend. So we texted a little bit and I'm like, this just feels like weird. Like, why don't I just wait till I get there? You know, there's not much we can do. And I did go out to visit. I'm, ta- I'm sharing all the details. Hello. Yes. I love yes. it. Okay. I went out to visit and hung out with both of you. And I was supposed to get lunch with this fifth grade friend from Tampa, Florida. Oh, my gosh. And y'all said you're going to Zumba. And I'm like, I don't even like to dance, but I'd rather do that than go meet. Than go <gasps> I did not know that. I remember that Zumba yeah, hang. So I, we like, would have been like, no, go if we would have known yeah. that. Yeah. But we didn't. But we didn't. We no, were yes. just, just friends. friends. Just, yeah. Thanks for so choosing. We didn't know. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go for the girl friends over this like random person you know whatever I, i'm moving eventually i'll see him then so i i bailed for zumba wow always a good wow <laughs> which he knows this so it's you know, awesome. not a surprise and then yes when i moved i was just like i guess i should just reach out to this person his name's taylor and um so i just remember texting him saying hey like i just moved want to hang out like, yes what are you supposed to say to someone you know, know. the fifth grade it, friend of a friend, friend. Yeah. I was like, okay <laughs> And um, it truly was the sweetest surprise. I just remember going to lunch after church, most casual thing during the day. Wasn't it like Taqueria date? Taqueria, which is so good. It's really good. I miss that in my life. So good. And I remember walking in, and I wasn't really nervous, I think, just because I had no expectation. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to do this and show up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a good way to go about like your friendships and even like dates like just show up and be confident in who you are and don't have expectations on it yeah like just be open-handed that's good so that's what we did and we were at lunch for three hours oh i remember that what are they doing i remember i remember staying up some nights like what's court doing she's falling in love like this he's interesting i were so interested in him which was like so cute because he is such an interesting person like there's so much to him and y'all are the perfect combo like it's so sweet but I love how you said like you you know we're texting him in California but then you're like okay what can we even do and we're just gonna wait it out and then like you came to Nashville and you came to the zoom but you didn't rush it into like going to lunch and I think so many Mm -hmm. girls think like you know, I'm going to mess it up if yeah. I'm going to miss the opportunity. Yeah. And they're like, they're so, like, they put all this pressure on themselves. They're like, what if I mess this up? And so they like, you know, totally just um, ditch their friends for the guy or they start like, you know, spending all their time right. messaging and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's not necessarily bad to message all the time and talk all the time, but it is when it's out of the intention of like, I have to do this because I'm striving like to, you know, lock this in before I mess it up. And I just love how you just rested in the fact that like, if it's going to be, it's going to be. And then it was, and now you're married. It really was. Like, it's just incredible, but you just like had such an ease to the whole journey and that will preach. I mean, you did. I I remember when you guys were dating and I I'm like the classic, like, when y'all gonna get engaged? When y'all get, like, and you're like, we're just, we're taking it our time. Like, you were, you never rushed. You didn't. And now I look back and I wasn't, I'm not like, oh, they dated forever. They weren't engaged. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> what were those extra, like, everyone's like, you have to get engaged at the one year mark or whatever. Yeah. But you're like, no, like, we're gonna, we're, we're still, we're dating. Like, you, yeah. you really, like, you and Taylor were very steady. Thanks for saying that. No, truly. And I think I felt that from the mo- the first lunch, like, the time that we hung out, I just felt so at ease and comfortable mm-hmm. to just 
be myself. And I think both of us felt that. Right. And, you know, we, we became good friends and then we started dating. And yes, yeah. I was interested from the beginning, but also open-handed. Yeah, you like, cool. You know what? Either way, how this turns out, like if we're friends, this is going to be awesome because this yeah. is going to be a great friend. Yeah. But if we're more than friends, it's going to be even more awesome. And yeah. that's, that's how it turned out. But there was never like a rush and I feel like that was yeah. just so like a gift from the Lord of me going from wanting to have everything mm-hmm. figured out before yeah. I moved to yeah. just being comfortable of like let's just see what happens yeah good oh wow we I all learned. need that word like yes. that's a rush things because we try to rush everything and it's because I think it's because like our world is just going so fast and mm-hmm. you just feel like you have to keep up with the pace of the world yeah but there's something just so freeing about stepping out of that fast train that the world's mm-hmm. on just being like gonna watch that go by Mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna go enjoy the little scenery you know it's just so nice I want that like in my relationship I've saw all you guys do that I really have not even before this conversation like I've recognized that and I want to take that into my own future too because that was really cool it's so okay to get excited about things yeah Yeah. oh there was some giddiness about the future you were meet your person you're like Oh, I'm so excited, yes. you know, but I think just, yeah, trust in the Lord, like yeah. truly Good. trusting his timing. Yeah. And that goes beyond dating too. That goes. I, I, that's what everything. I was saying. Like, I'm obviously yeah. not in the dating season of my life, <laughs> very much securely married and have a daughter, but like, I'm like, that's speaking to me. Like just the rush of mm-hmm. life, like just chill and just relax and you don't have to, you know, you're not going to mess it up. You're not going to mess up God's plan, you right. know, for your life by taking time because mm-hmm. like actually God's in that time right. it's just so beautiful um okay I was thinking we could finish this podcast by let's share the funniest memory we've had together and I don't know what that is so what is the funniest oh, memory that wow. comes to mind because honestly I can think of a million oh god we can take our time to think about it for a mm-hmm. second okay We've had a lot of travel and trips together, oh, yeah. which are usually some really good memories and bonding moments. <laughs> Do y'all know what I'm thinking of right now? Are you thinking of the first trip that will really embarrass me? No. <laughs> okay, good. I was not going to bring that up. Thank you. Okay, no. what's the other one? Oh, I was thinking about the time that we were in Canada together. I was thinking that too. <laughs> Wait, when? I mean, I know when we were in we Canada, went to Prince but Edward Island. I just had our road trip that day. Oh, I'm going to tell the story. No, you have to. You have to. You have to. Go ahead. Okay, I'll start it. So, since Steph didn't embarrass me, now I'm embarrassing her. <laughs> That's terrible. So, Steph, Court, and I have traveled literally, like, all around the world, world together. And it's been so fun. And we have a lot of really funny <laughs> memories. And honestly, any one of us could be the, the point of embarrassment. Yes. So, this 100%. one just happens to land on you. I'm going to take the fall on this we'll one, We'll take though. the next time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I could share mine too, but we'll save we'll, it. We'll, we'll save, save it, and we'll let you be the moment here. Thank you. Okay, so Steph's from Michigan, okay? <laughs> like Northern. I'm not Michigan. saying that everyone from Michigan is like this, but yeah. this girl is from Northern Michigan, and she does not like hot weather at all. And but I think her problem is she never wears shorts. <laughs> she never wears t-shirts, tank tops. She always has long sleeves and right. pants on. Like she's always dressed for Northern Michigan, even though you've lived in Nashville for ten years. Exactly. Which is a huge part of your problem. I, I exactly. I need to actually s- surrender to the fact that I live in a southern state 
But growing up, I don't think I ever wore shorts. It just never got cold. Because if you start wearing, like, or it never, never got, got hot. hot. Never got it high was very cold. So yeah. Cold. So if you start wearing shorts and stuff, you might actually yeah. not mind the warm weather. Right. So anyways, she never wore, she, she anyway, wore, yeah. wore shorts. She never wore t-shirts, stuff like this. So we were literally going to the beach in Canada and Prince Edward's Island. And we're, like, going there. And we're, like, thinking about going and laying out. Because we're, like, yeah, we should just go lay out, whatever. Yeah. And then I'm, like, Steph, you know, come to think of it. I don't think I've ever seen your legs. Like, I don't think I've ever... It came out, like, so funny. And Steph was like, really? I guess you probably haven't. Because I never wear shorts. And so she's like, want to see? So we're standing at this beach with, like, all these people out there. And let me just put this into perspective. It's not just, like, a sand beach. It's, like, a red rock beach because it's, like, in right. Canada. So yeah. something about the glare of the sun hitting the red rocks. And Steph hikes her leg up and pulls her <laughs> pant leg up. And I'm telling you, this is the whitest thing ever. It was translucent. It was translucent. It was, it was glowing. glowing white. It almost looked angelic. It was so why I have to show a picture the of that The sun moment. beam hitting it at the right angle. Like, oh. And we all... Oh, yeah. We, I think we laughed about 30 minutes. I it was so I, I was, like, trying not to embarrass her. It's, like, obviously, like, it's a confident it's, moment. It's a vulnerable like, moment. Vulnerable moment, ladies. It was a brave moment to show us... Uh, Ghostly leg. Ghost leg. And me and Court were like... Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, that's a Michigan leg if I've ever Listen, seen one. You just gotta own it. You yeah, gotta own you your northern and, leg. Yeah, instead, I feel like you have shorts now. I own yeah. shorts now. Right. I actually do. In a world of spray tans, in a wor- be the girl who has the translucent leg. <laughs> that's the takeaway for this episode. Takeaway. So, well, that's good. Y'all be seeing graphics tomorrow about translucent legs, though. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I've oh loved this. Gosh. This has been so fun. And uh, I hope you guys have loved just sitting in on a chat with some of my sisters and friends. We'll do this more with other sisters and friends. I'm sure Court and Seth will be on this podcast episode, uh, this podcast show a few times. Um, but we have some fun episodes coming. And uh, gosh, it's been fun. Thanks Thank for having so much for having us. And we'll bring that story next time. Great. Yeah. We'll say the cliffhanger. So, yeah. If y'all people remember, will want to then know it. you will love that. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for having us. Movie on. guys. Love y'all. Love, love you guys. guys.